man, I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Slow down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Okay. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the piece, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is straight and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums, taste the radio. Here can't be beat for classy meat. Better leave all your doors and all have to weep. Positive and motivational facts to see successful guests promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the system with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. I'm the baddest in this beat. Yes, mind, body, soul is on fleek. Yes, equal beauty in the way I look and think. Yes, I'm the light. Now watch me shine bright. Celebrating elements, I keep my mind right. That's right. I'm my own hero. Calling me a dime, but what's the dime to zero? I'm a full cipher. No, you can't wipe her. Cause these days a fuck boy is hard to decipher. Uh, Self love is all I need to find my inner peace. I see the pain decrease when I focus on me, 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 I can arch my back, do a back end, and you can pay me back on the back end. Cause you know what queen's jacket, and I get it from my mama, no pass, ten, follow, sequence. Channel life down low, and if they have us fucked up, we some pharaohs. My mama taught me to leave that I'm the baddest in this beast. Yes, I'm body, soul is on fleek. Yes, equal beauty in the way I look and think. Yes, I'm the light that shines in the night. Celebrate the elements that keep my mind tight. That's right, I'm my own hero. I got the vision, reach you like a tarot. I'm a high beacon, the heat to my teachings. See, they, they silence our power, our freedom. But self love is all we need. To find our inner peace. I see the pain decrease. When I focus on me, 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 me. When I focus on me, 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 me. I can be selfish most of the time, I be selfish if I can't help myself, I know that I'ma be helpless, always make the same mistakes, heartbreak, heartbreak, and if love is what you make, I have the tendency to give too many fucks, and to gravitate to niggas rolling up, lift them up, build a home, but it's like I'm building up my own throne, it's your right to love yourself, you have to recognize, be about it, pray about it, do your exercise, maybe get fly, be the apple of your eye, just be 
be the light, the sweetness in your life. Be the bark and the bite, the sugar and the spice, young star. You already know who you are. Yes, you already know who you are. Peace and greetings, everyone. I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle. And you are live in the remix. I want to say peace and greetings to everyone out there listening, no matter where in the world you are listening from. Peace and greetings to everyone out there. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix. I do want to start out and give in the call-in number um, for for you out there. If you want to listen in via the phone, 515-605-9794 is the number to call, and that is going to get you locked in to the Remix. Now, The Blue Room is open. (laughs) The Blue Room is open, and you are certainly more than welcome to, um, yeah, come on over and join us in the Blue Room. So peace and greetings to everyone out there. How are we doing? Good morning, good night, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're in, I just, um, hmm, I hope you was able to get a little sunshine today. Yeah, get a little sun in your life today. Peace and greetings, everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I do want to definitely give a shout out um, definitely to Kylie Mar for opening up the way in the Blue Room and to Erica for sound check. Uh, I'm glad that you guys can hear me nice and clear as we get ready to get into the cipher uh, here. So how's everybody doing? <laughs> big, big shots out to the Blue Room. I see the Blue Room is filling up. So I want to give a big shout out to Cookie Sean. Just stepped up in the building in the Blue Room. C. Diggs is in the Blue Room. Giving a big shout out. Gas Draws in the Blue Room. Mocha Bliss is in the house tonight and says, peace, family. We got XY, no, TX, no, T-Y-X-O-X-O-Y in the building. Mm-hmm. So greetings to you all. Greetings to everyone uh, coming on in. Wow. Uh, I want to remind you that tonight's share, as well as all of Planet Remix, is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, however do you want it, however do you need it. (laughs) You can get it, right? And you can do that a couple of ways. You can actually come on over to YouTube, Blue Raspberry, and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel here. You can also go over to um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix there. You can go over to the iTunes market and you can add it to all of your iTunes devices Mm -hmm. as well as on your Android devices as well or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
at when you want to download it. Don't forget, YouTube has an app, too. I know many of you tell me you're listening in your car, uh, you're listening in your house, you're listening in your rooms. And speaking of rooms, we're going to be getting into that tonight. So just just welcome to everyone and big ups to the Blue Room. I want to do another sound check here because I just want to make sure uh, that the sound is coming in clear. We got a lot of things to talk about tonight uh, that we're going to dive into. It's one of the things that I am totally, absolutely obsessed with. And we're going to talk about why. We're going to talk about feng shui. We're actually going to be staying with our ancient Chinese secrets because we told you on the last share where Brother Bilal was joining us, all the tea is in China. And we gave away some ancient Chinese secrets. This is really, really sort of pivotal for what is happening in our world at this time. So I definitely, absolutely want to encourage you guys to, you know, make sure if you didn't hear that share that you go back and you listen. Because this is really going to keep you ahead of what is going on, ahead of all that is happening. Oh, shout out to all my divine priestess in the house. Uh, I want to do that. And uh, yeah, I hear some questions. Am I going to be giving out crystals too? Yeah, we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna do. We gonna do a lot. We gonna. We're gonna remix it tonight. So it's a little bit of remixology that's going on. We're gonna be talking about the Chinese secrets of prosperity. And I know that whole mm, energy of prosperity is there. And we're going to be doing it through feng shui. Somebody said, Hotep, long time no see. Hotep to you. Hetepu to you uh, in the house as well. So I see you guys coming on in. It's a really, really good thing. Um, And uh, like I said, if you didn't get a chance to hear that, because I want you to do that, China is really this energy that I need us to focus on for just a moment. We, 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 we're going to stay here for a minute because it's a lot that can be learned. You know, we travel all over the globe when it comes to our learning. So let's do the family shots out really quick, right? Got to give you an update. Uh, the first thing that I do, we're going to be shouting out hoods tonight, right? I shouted out the priestess hood so let's just go ahead and give a big, big, another big shout out to the priestesshood and to all the divine priestess. Ah, my dear beloved sisters, my powerful priestess, uh, just want to shout you sisters out and send you so much love as well. And thank you so much for all your love and support. Uh, it is... Um, it's really, really beautiful, and I thank you. Uh, I thank you for your shares. I thank you for sharing with me, uh, caring, and, and, and doing your work uh, and your love and support. It means everything. Yeah. So that's one hood we're going to shout out. Now we got another hood we're going to shout out. But first, I have to do this. I got to ring the bell for this hood, right? And this is for self invested. Oh my goodness. Shouts out to self-invested. Shouts out to everyone who is in the self-invested workshop. 
We had our introductory class last night. Oh, my God. I could be singing that all night. And we are packed to the rooms. Myself and Brother Bilal, Dr. Banks joined us, and it was so electrifying. It was amazing. And so I just want to ring that bell. I got to do it again. For everyone who is self-invested. So, shout out to the whole self-invested hood. So, we didn't take care of two hoods, right? <laughs> and so, now, I definitely want to send shouts out to you guys in Planet Remix. Because we're a soul group. We're a hood, too. You'll, you'll understand why I'm talking in terms of hood tonight. Because it's it's it's... It's very important when we understand some of these ancient Chinese secrets, secrets of prosperity, when we're talking about Feng Shui. The class was amazing. And you guys showed up and you showed out. So love to everyone in the self-invested workshop. It's it's going to be an amazing year. I can tell already the way it kicked off. It is so clear to me uh, when you can see things in that 2020 vision. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So want to do that and uh, definitely uh, shots out to the whole family. We'll be here all night, but you guys know who you are and I want to send you love. Uh, so much love. Special shouts out uh, to Brother Jerome and also Brother Sadat, Brother Shay, all the amazing brothers, Brother Q. Send them love. And to all the amazing sisters, Sister Manya, Baby Nana. Oh my gosh, Baby Nana is doing some amazing things. We'll be sharing that here as well. So shouts out to Baby Nana as well. And to all of you guys as well. Every single one of you. So whether this is your very first time listening and you sort of stumbled upon Planet Remix, or if like many of your emails that I've gotten from you guys, um, you've been listening for a long time, and the Remix, our soul group, our tribe, our hood, has really, really enhanced your life. I want to welcome you, welcome you too, to the seen and the unseen and to everyone who's ever crossed paths or come into the house of Planet Remix. If they've stepped in this temple, just want to send love out to them. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing, you guys. Mm-hmm. So now... <laughs> We are definitely going to be talking about Chinese secrets of prosperity of Feng Shui. I am totally, absolutely, totally obsessed. Totally obsessed with Feng Shui and for very good reason. And hopefully, if you don't already have a connection or love with Feng Shui, you will. You will. So how are we doing on this beautiful, beautiful energy of this full moon here? Are we feeling full, you know? Are we able to settle ourselves? 
relax ourselves and really, really, really just speak from the heart, have that clear mind, have that pure heart in everything that we do. Yeah. Shout out to all of our international listeners that are listening from all around the world. Love you guys. Love you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hmm. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to some Baby Blue because, uh, yeah, we, got, we, we, we have some things to cover. I'm going to take my time tonight because I, I love Feng Shui, so I can be all over the place. But we're, we're going to take this in its rightful order. But first, we're going to be responsible. Well, let's, let's be responsible first. Let's do that. We, we, we got to do that. Uh, let's be responsible. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We got to do this. Y'all know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Planet Remix. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Peace and greetings, everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. And of course, you know that it is time for Planet Remix. And we are about to get fully plugged into the cipher. And so I want us to be responsible while knowing our magic and growing up on planet Earth. So if you have any minors around or anyone who may be a little sensitive to a little bit of language and certain content, this will be the great time for you to go grab some headsets and get plugged in like the rest of us. So, put the babies to sleep, let the dogs out, let the cats run free, (laughs) as we get ready to dive into the cipher. We cover so much content and information here, tools and things that you can begin to use, but we do it with a lot of adult content. So, let's be responsible while knowing our magic on Planet Remix. Simply, there's no other way. (laughs) So, enjoy the cipher. Enjoy the share. And keep knowing your magic. And be responsible while growing up on Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. Um, we're plugged in. We're plugged into the cipher. Fully plugged in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are plugged in, everyone. So now we're going to listen to some Baby Blue. La, 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 la. The remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. That is so true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life 
Well, so we're going to listen to some music as we get ready. And uh, I, I, I did something a little different, you know, tonight with the music that we're going to be listening to tonight, these vibes, these vibrations, because it's really going to get us just in that space so that you can begin to start unlocking those Chinese secrets of prosperity when it comes to feng shui. And uh, we'll probably do some more shows on this, of course. If you guys go through the archives, you will see that I have several shows that I laid out a lot of information when it came to feng shui. So now what I'm going to give you is we're in um, what? We're in season 10, season 12, season 13. So we're going to just kind of upgrade, do a little bit of remixology. And I'm just going to give you what I found inside the acoustic records, what the spirits have told me, what the guides have shown me, and what I've learned in my own practice from speaking with those in China about the secret with an S, the secrets of prosperity when it comes to feng shui. So we're going to listen to these vibes. We're going to get into these vibes. And uh, as we get into these vibes, hey, well, <laughs> get yourself ready. If you don't have something to write with, I would encourage you to get something uh, to write on and something to write with. Uh, so you can take some very, very good notes. So I pulled out my playlist. And so I'm just going to give you guys, you know, some of the things I've been vibing to, you know, on this Sunday. So we're going to start here. So here we go, you guys. Here we go. We are in Planet Remix. The Hood Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. Bringing it back with the murderous flow And I've been wondering, anybody know Use your common sense like resurrection Yes, that is for sure I've been speaking in code This whole verse, lyrics disperse Like MF Doom, then hit them in reverse My curse is the slut I spill Metaphorically, I kill Yes, that's for real Can we all keep it true? Sometimes I decide Where I should be Sometimes life just happens Sometimes 
Planet Remix, this hood is hot. Oh yeah, the only place to be. The only place to be. Never been a nigga this good for this long. This hood is hot. This hood is hot. This hood is hot. This hood is hot. This hood. Yo, in the hood, it's hot, but we don't care, we still on the block, ain't no suckers out here, my nigga, we make it pop, and got families to feed, and they eat a lot, man, I got what you need, the pills, weed or the rock, broke the strip like a ship, nigga, we on the clock, punch in, punch out, no infiltrating my spot, you know I can't have that, so I keep a clock, like Dow Jones and Nasdaq, we on the shot, last nigga I clapped that, he told the cops, he didn't bother to clap back, so he took a pop. Gave him my ass shot, cause he like a thot, little hoe in the block. I'm big bro in the block. I was a rookie when I turned pro on the block. I take your cookies plus all the dough that you got. If you wasn't real, then you couldn't come to the block. I learned this from the bottom as I rose to the top. Like baking soda, mix some cocaine, then I straight drop. It ain't never been a nigga this strong for this long. It's nice. I done put in the work. I paid the price. Shed blood, sweat, tears. I've been saving my life. I gambled with it twice. Was lucky shaking the dice. Everything all good. Like gravy over rice. Was so hood. Like DJ Khaled paying the price. Oh. Niggas out here copying my style, I'm like, okay. They ain't see me out here in the wild, I'm like, okay. Pop up on them, how you like me now? I'm like, okay. Don't forget the tune and turn it down, watch this movie. Eat you like a pussy, wash it down with some douce. It's drama, the nigga, I'm on your head like a toothpaste. Niggas must be bugging, stomping through a June, that's my cousin. Watch him fall like two plays in the oven. And we ain't with the screw facing or nothing. We blazing, long as it's money in the discussion. Then you safe it, and that's for now. Shit changed, don't ask me how. Shit go the way you go, this game is actually foul. You arrive. Start, they'll take aim and shoot you down The niggas could throw some dirt on your name and be a clown It's crazy how the game flipped around You could be a real nigga and consider weirdo now Planet Remix Oh yeah, this hood It's hot <laughs> Alright you guys So, well, welcome to Planet Remix This hood is hot <laughs> this hood is hot. 
We're going to be talking about the Chinese secrets of prosperity, uh, getting into some feng shui here tonight. I just want to welcome you guys, if you're just now joining us, um, coming on into the cipher as we get ready to dive in and talk about a subject. You want to talk about something that's hot. You want to talk about something that is a secret of prosperity, then look no further than feng shui. And I want to tell you why. First, we're going to talk about feng shui, but I also want to let you know that um, feng shui is one of those subjects that can take a lot of time to cover. So I'm definitely going to give you my what am I trying to say? I'm going to give you my take on funky feng shui because that's what I call it. I've been practicing the principles of feng shui for over 30 years. I fell in love with feng shui as a very young child, really not even understanding what it was until later I learned that these things that I had a love for when it comes to design, when it comes to placement, when it comes to understanding about energy, you know, all the things that we talk about here on Planet Remix, like many of you, are very much connected to feng shui. In fact, feng shui is almost like... um. It's almost like gateway magic. So many people who have tapped into the world of understanding, whether we want to call it spirituality, if we want to call it metaphysics, if we want to say uh, intuitive or our, our psychic abilities, came through the gateway of feng shui. And we're going to say that. But let me be clear. As Planet Remix, we are not a religion here. Feng Shui is not a religion as well, even though it is practiced religiously. And that's why we got to stay in China just a little longer to get that understanding. So now we're going to be taking this in dimensions when we start to look at Feng Shui because it covers everything that you could possibly think about in your life. Like I'm talking about everything from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep to when you're in the dream world to no matter what dimension you're on, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're thinking, no matter how you're acting, no matter what job you're doing. But we have a focus here tonight. And so in the honor of higher learning, because that's what we do here, we, we, we dive deep in <laughs> Planet Remix. We're going to be focusing on prosperity. That's our key. Prosperity. So for those of you in the blue room, can you guys write prosperity out? Because that's our focus tonight. We're going to be focusing on these Chinese secrets of prosperity via the gateway of feng shui. There we go. Prosperity. There you go, T.Y. Thank you, Ernest. Thank you, Gastros. Thank you, C. Diggs. Thank you, Kalimar. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Veda. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Chakika. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Miss Pink. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you, Laverne. Thank you, Kennedy. Oh, thank you, Hellcat. Syrian. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Goddess M. Thank you, Nisi. 
There you go. Thank you, Donna Lee. Ooh, we'll be here all night. Thank all of y'all. Thank you all for putting it there. Because, see, when you do that, you are actually practicing a principle of feng shui. And you're sending that out into the universe. You're letting the universe know. You're letting all of your energy centers know to get themselves ready, to get themselves focused. Because right now you want to tap into prosperity, the prosperity that lives inside of you. So that's the importance of really, really getting into your work that way, writing it down, typing it out. Because we are living in a digital world where we have to do digital things to also put that energy out there. So what exactly is Feng Shui. I know many of you are very familiar with this and you have incorporated this into your day-to-day practice, but these will be some of the things that I will cover. I'm going to update. I'm going to talk about for those who may not be familiar with what Feng Shui is. Literally, the word Feng Shui itself, Feng meaning when and Sui meaning water. Now, why when and why water? Hmm, things that make you go, hmm. (laughs) Let's talk about it. When you think about water, water is primarily the majority of what is on earth. Earth is mostly water, and we have waters we have yet to discover, right? So water is to earth. And then when we start to think about wind, when is what is floating above, what is floating um, in the air, what is floating around in the cosmos, what is going all the way out into the galaxies and beyond. So literally, when you think of feng shui, I want you to think about it this way, because we're doing it, we, you know, we're doing a little remixology here. I want you to think of heaven and earth. And so the water is representative as earth, and heaven is representative as air. Okay? So think about that. Those two elements are very, very powerful when it comes to understanding about the secrets of feng shui. Now, I want to be clear about this as well. We are talking about Chinese secrets of prosperity because feng shui is not only something that comes out of the East. Africa has its version of feng shui. Europe has its version of feng shui. And the rest of the world has sort of a mishmash version of all of these versions of feng shui. But all cultures throughout time have sort of their own sort of kind of stamp or staple of feng shui. And there are many places around the world where this seal was actually left. I'm going to talk about two of the dominant places that this seal of feng shui was left. One of the major seals of feng shui was left in China. The other seal of feng shui was left on the continent 
of what we know now is Africa. Those are the two places where the seals of feng shui was left. Now, if you study history, and I know you do, we know that there is a very divine connection between Asia and the continent we know as Africa. Tonight, we're going to be coming from where most of the seals have been discovered, China. And we're going to talk about that from the position of what? Because I need y'all to stay with me. Prosperity. (laughs) Prosperity. So now that we understand what feng shui actually means, we are talking about the energy and how energy flows. Remember, we talked about how it takes a thousand years for water to cycle around the earth. We're talking about all the water on the earth. And water touches every single part of earth. So that part is the fung. The fung is literally, um, I mean, the sway. That is the sway that literally is the water. That is the life force energy. That is the chi. That is the prana, right? That's the kundalini of earth. And there's another way that this life force energy on the planet is also circled around Earth, and that is through wind. Wind carries it. Remember we talked about that connection uh, in the show that we did, All the Tea in China, Ancient Chinese Secret with myself and Brother Bilal, and I explained to you guys about how the water holds memory, and then when the air comes down, it scoops it up. And it takes it around the planet. And they're both moving. See, this is sort of the understanding about when we talk about global warning, it's about feng shui energy. So that's another way of understanding when you hear them say global warning, they're talking about feng shui. They're talking about where's this dominant energy? Where's the life force energy? And the dominant place that this life force energy is strong, when you have strong chi, when you have strong energy, when you have strong prana, when your kundalini is activated in you, you can feel that energy. And that energy right now on the planet is strongest, and you guessed it, in China right now. They have the strongest feng shui. They got the funky feng shui going on. So we're going to dive a little bit more into those secrets. I can't even talk. Into those secrets. And when you also look at feng shui, they carry the current around the planet. The current. I think I just seen Griffin mention that. Uh, it, it carries the currency on the planet. We all have to have moving air, not stagnant air. We have to all have moving water, not stagnant water, to live, right? We all have to have this energy to live. So this is sort of the energy of where currency is the strongest. And if you could energetically look at the ley lines and look at the planet, you will see that this life force energy, feng shui, is hovering. It's strongest. It's moving 
over China. And that's the same frequency that money flows on, that current flows on. Yeah. All right. So when we start to think about feng shui and we look at it from a very ancient perspective, there was an understanding that the Chinese understood about feng shui. And they believe that this energy is the energy that encompasses absolutely everything dot com. Everything. The I am that I am is in this energy. And this is, is, is at the core, at the essence of what it is. Again, I will say this. This is not religion. They don't look at it as a religion at all. It is the absolute. It is the all that I am energy. And that if you do not tap into this energy, it is literally considered to be one of the most foolish things you could ever do while growing up on planet Earth, period. So, this energy is really sort of one of the reasons why China is considered to be the powerhouse that it is. Because of feng shui. Do, do you know, and I've done a couple of sessions for our remix family that listens from the East, that all of the businesses in China practice these feng shui principles. I don't care where they are. If their business is in America, in Australia, Europe, it doesn't matter. But definitely in China, they all practice the principles of Feng Shui. In fact, you've seen these principles and you've seen some of these symbols and probably didn't even recognize them. I'll give you a for instance. When I was in college, one of my very first bank accounts that I ever had on my own was with Chase Bank. Chase Bank's symbol is the Bagua, which is a feng shui map. It's a layout map. That is the symbol of Chase Bank. I mean, now it's called, I think, uh, J.P. Morgan, one of the biggest banks in the world. Because of these principles of feng shui, business practice this, they practice this in their house. This is why Hong Kong hands down when it comes to prosperity and understanding about feng shui, it's all that. It's all that and everything um, that has to do with it. So 
to understand about feng shui because this could go pretty, pretty deep. Tonight, we're going to focus on some cures. I'll tell you what that is. We're going to focus on how to tap into everything, put it this way, that we're going to be focusing on is how to bring in more prosperity, how to get the chi flowing and making sure that the chi, the life force energy, the kundalini energy is flowing in your environment where you stay inside your sacred space, because there are many different schools of feng shui. You have what's more of a traditional sense of feng shui, right? You also have the black hats, and I don't want to get into all of that. And you have a Western way of feng shui, but I'd rather break it down into these two categories because it's just easier to understand. You have the traditional form of feng shui, which takes into account a lot of your environment. So it's going to focus more on your environment. And so there's a lot of feng shui practitioners that still practice this way. Uh, they use a lot of compasses. Uh, they get into the directional pool, which we're going to talk about that in a minute, but they really are focused on the environment. So if they're focused on the environment, they are really, really tapping into a lot of that energy that has to do with the earth energy when it comes to feng shui. So, and then they use, there's another group of school that use the compass and they use the four directional points, you know, so almost like the Wiccan tradition, almost like our uh, ancestors out of Native Americans that use the four corners out of Africa, you know, every culture respects the four corner or the four elements on the planet, north, south, east, and west. So they focus primarily there. And then you have what is more of a modern sense of feng shui. And that is what is called where they use what's called a Bagua map. Many of you who listen to Planet Remix, you know, I've given out my version of the Bagua map. We've done those classes in self-invested. You know, we have shows here where I tell you about the Bagua map. And what the Bagua map is, is it's sectioned off into nine spaces. And it will tell you what corner when you're using the map that you basically can use that map for any space. You can use it for in your car. You can use it in your home. You can use it in your bedroom. Uh, you can use it in individual rooms. You can use it in your office. You can use it at school. You know, you can use that Bagua map and it's very, very helpful for aligning you with energy in so many different ways. So that Bagua map and the more modern school of Feng Shui, which I tend to lean more to, but I have sort of my own sort of remixology version of the Bagua map, and we'll talk about that. That's sort of an infusion of taking principles from the East. Of course, we're going to take those core principles taking um, sort of those principles coming out of African, the spiritual tradition, and taking those principles um, out of metaphysics and taking them all, sort of shaking them up, remixing them, and we're going beyond all of that into feng shui. Yeah. So how cool is that, right? We're going to go beyond all of that. So now here's something else that I kind of want you to know as we go into this. Um, about 
feng shui because we're going to talk about the um, we're going to talk about the dimensions of feng shui uh, here tonight. So feng shui again, we know the energy. The energy is also comprised of two things that exist in our environment, which is known as the yin and the yang. The yin and the yang. The yin being earth energy and the yang being heaven. Remember before we talked about water and when, and one being more earth and the other one being more heaven energy. So that is the principle of understanding the yin and the yang. If we go and we look at our ancestors coming out of ancient Kemet or Egypt, we know that we have Tefnut and Shu. Tefnut and Shu really predates yin and yang. It really means the same thing. So if you understand the energy of Tefnut and Shu, then you can understand the energy of the yin and the yang. So the yin is the earth and yang is heaven. Those two coming together and when you bring them together, it is harmony or you can create harmony, right? So the yin also being the moon and the sun, talking about the seasons, we have winter, we have summer. It is everything sort of bringing these things together. When you have these two energies and they are intertwining themselves together, it's like going out on a beautiful sunny day and the wind is there and you have the water in front of you and these two are mixing themselves so beautifully, it brings what is known as good fortune, it brings what is also known as a happy life. So we have this energy, yin and yang, that also goes on inside of ourselves as well. And you will notice whenever you look at the yin and the yang symbol, inside the yin, you will see the yang dot, and inside the um, yang, you will see the yin dot. And those dots are represented of showing how the two energies are coming together. Now, once you bring that into harmony, it's almost like taking your left hemisphere and your right hemisphere and really getting them together or getting your heart and your mind to agree. Then what begins to open up to you, you get another dimension or another level of access to the secret right, to prosperity, to bringing more prosperity in. And that is what is known as the five energy qualities. Now, these five energy qualities known in feng shui, you have one, metal, and you guys may want to write these down, two, wood, and then you have three, earth, four, fire, and then five, water. So these five energy qualities, I want to talk about them for just a moment because these are some core principles about understanding feng shui. Excuse me. Core principles. So once you get your yin and your yang together, now we can start unlocking these other dimensions. Metal, wood, earth, fire, and water. And they work together 
like a beautiful ecosystem. They work together like kundalini energy rising. This is the kundalini energy on steroids going around the planet. Now, when it comes to feng shui, one of the things that I think is super, super cool is because that dot, if you look at the circle with a dot, and I want everyone to do this. If you have a piece of paper, I want you to draw a circle, and in the circle, I want you to put a dot. Now, in ancient Egypt, this symbol here represents God. Whenever you see it in the hieroglyph, you will see a circle and a dot that is God. It is telling you that is the all. That is the I am, and I want you to write that inside the circle. I am that I am. The all. And then at the top, put you, because that's you. You are that dot. You are that dot. You are the representation of that dot. And so that's when we talk about the yin and the yang coming into harmony. This is talking about you. It's talking about your life. It's talking about everything that exists inside your reality. So inside that circle, you put reality. And then later, what you can make yourself a note that you're going to write out everything that is in your reality that is important to you, it's going to go inside that circle. Because these are all the things you have to bring into harmony. Starting with yourself, number one, right? Starting with your home, where you live, right? Starting with the food you eat. You have to bring that into harmony, starting with the people you interact with, your friends, your family, your loved ones, your soul tribe, and then moving on to whatever work you do, the job you go to, your environment. One of the reasons that the world, when it comes to China, believes we're in the situation we are is because we are not practicing a lot of these principles of feng shui because it is about being in that place of harmony. And when you're in a place of harmony, prosperity is there. To prosper, prosper is to gain in spirity. And spirity is connected to the spirit. So this is the spirit gaining light. I know you guys think of prosperity and the first thing comes to mind is money and wealth and all of that is included in there. That is so true. But really prosperity is about the spirit gaining light to prosper, to move, to be in movement, to be in the flow, to get into, you know, into harmony, to get into the balance of it. So when you think of prosperity, I want you to write prosperity down, and then I want you to put the spirit in motion. The spirit is prospering. So I want you to begin to start thinking about that. And 
there's a lot of places where we can see this symbol in the dot, also known as the bindi. And that bindi is a reminder when we talk about even coming out of India, is talking about recognizing the spirit, the God, in whoever you meet. That's why they have the circle and the dot, to remind themselves not to be fooled by what you see on the outside, not to be fooled by what a person is saying to you, but really to be able to look at them as they are, to see the God in them, to see the spirit in them, to see the God goddess inside of them to see the highest part of them, to treat them as you treat yourself. And so that's why even throughout India, even throughout Africa, you will see that circle and the bindi dot there as well. So now that we understand that this is us getting into another level of the ancient Chinese secret about prosperity, then you will be able to see Five or more of the energy qualities. So one, metal. Two, wood. Three, earth. Four, fire. And then water. You guys see that, right? You see that? So now that you have that, (laughs) now that you have that, Here's what I want you to understand, and and you guys can begin to start doing this. You can use this. Each and every single one of you, according to Feng Shui, has a dominant one of these five energy qualities locked inside of you. And there are many different dimensions of how you can begin to start tapping into this energy. And Feng Shui, what they say is you take the last Number. So now we're going back to some numerology. You take the last number in your birth year. And so what I want you guys to do is to put the last number in your birth year inside the blue room. What is the last number in your birth year? What is it? Is it a one? Is it a zero? Is it a six? Is it a five? Is it a two? Is it a three? What is it? I see zero. I see four. I see another zero. I see one. I see six. I see one. I see nine. Oh, 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 seven, two, four, three. Oh, my goodness. Eight. Oh, my goodness. Lots of fours. Another seven. Another six. A number four. Number five. A number three, a number six, a number one, a number two. Oh my goodness. Lots of twos, lots of six, lots of fours. Uh, someone put a Q. I don't know what that is. Or maybe that's a nine. Okay, a nine. So here we go. I'm going to tell you according to this Chinese secret, Feng Shui, what is one of your dominant energies? So number one is metal. If the last number in your birth year is a zero or a one, it is metal. I want you to make a note to yourself. So how many metals do we have in the building at this time? How many metals do we have? How many people are connected with that element of metal, you know, that metal? How many? Zeros and one. Who, where are my metals at? Where are y'all at? Where are you at? Stand up. Ernest is a metal. 
Cosmic is a metal. Gastraz is a metal. Wow, Beta is a metal. Lauren is a metal. Uh, Kalimar is a metal. Teddy is a metal. Dakita, Janine, Kay, Marvin, Love, uh, Dante is Brandy, Miss May, C. Diggs. Wow, lots of metals. Okay, so if your last birth year is a two, then you are water. If you are a two or three, you are water. So where are my waters at? Where are my waters at? Where where are y'all at? Let's see how many waters, um, elements of water we have in the building. Ebony, one of the strongest elements there is. Griffin, uh, well, Griffin is, Griffin is a water. Oh my goodness. Cookie is a water. Malcolm is a water. Tranquility is a water. Any more waters? Two or three. That's right. Ah, Andrea is a water. <laughs> that explains a lot, you guys. Let's see. Where, where the rest of my water is at? Any more waters in here? Southern food is a water. Lar- Laverne is a water. Explains a lot. Chastity is a water. Sharita is a water. Oh, my goodness. Lots of waters. All right. So now, if you are a four or a five, you are wood. Where are my woods at? Where are the woods at? <laughs> Where are my woods at? If you are a four or a five, if that's the last letter, a number, excuse me, in your birth year, Gwen is a wood, Dawn is a wood, The Way is a wood, Fina is a wood, Brittany is a wood, Goddess M is a wood, Normandy, Miami, Ashley is a wood, that's what's up. Clover luck is a wood. We got the woods up in the house. Oh, Nadra priestess is a wood. Dakita. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if Dakita is. I am is a wood. Oh, my good. Hella cat Syrian. Oh, yeah. Two or three is water. Yes. Two or three is water. I'll go over them again. Okay. So. Two or three is water, and three or four is wood. We got our woods in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking about the movie Woods. Yeah, Ashley. <laughs> All right. So now let's go to the next one. Here we go. Now, this is a big one. Y'all ready for this one? If you are, if your birth year ends in a six or a seven, this is fire. Where my fire at? Where the fire at? Where the firehouse is at? Six or seven is a fire. Where is the six or seven? Where the fires? Where are my fires at? We have any fires? Uh, Sheila is a fire. Uh, Ashia is a fire. Latoya is a fire. T.Y. is a fire. Tarn- Tarshina is a fire. Kenny is a fire. Where's my fires at? This is this is all that fire energy. X unknown fire fire. Cosmic Sora is a fire. All right. This is six or seven. If your birth year ends in a six or seven, you are a fire. So uh Trin is a fire. Ernest says his wife Siobhan is a fire. Uh Ella is a fire. So we got our fires in the house. There we go. All right. Now, we're going to go on to the next one. If your birth year ends in an eight 
or a nine. You are earth energy. Where am I earth at? Where the earth at? You know, it, it takes me back to my Brooklyn days, you know, about the suns and the earths. <laughs> All right. So where my earth's at? Eight or nine. Uh, Lori is the earth. Kina is the earth. Erica is the earth. Okay, Priestess Erica. Nisi is the earth. Thorny Rose. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aqua Ra is a um, earth. Uh, T. Hudson is an Earth. Chanel is an Earth. Stingray is an Earth. Mm, okay, so we got a lot of Earths in the house. So you guys can see that this is one of your dominant energies. Yeah, the nation of gods and Earth. There you go. There you go. So I want you to think about that. So we have the metal, the wood, the Earth, the fire, and the water. Remember, everyone has the yin and the yang. We have that ability to have that energy. And truth be told, we have all the elements inside of us. Every single person. Metal, wood, earth, fire, and water. You have all of that inside of you. But according to when we take it and we just take one component out, remember I told you feng shui is a huge topic. We could talk about it for months and never get to every section. We're focusing on prosperity. So I want you to understand that position of prosperity when it comes to the year you were born. Because here's the thing, and I've learned this from being inside the Akashic Records, and it was told to me by the guides as well, too. The year you're born is significant, and each one of those numbers has a frequency, and those frequencies correspond with other things in the universe. They correspond with elements. They correspond with colors. They correspond with all kinds of things out there. So now you see how this energy of understanding these five elements are directly connected to you and what is in your divine blueprint and how that how that is impacting you. So the level of feng shui that we're going to get to, because we're getting to the good stuff, we're getting all the way into the good stuff. How are we doing this evening? Everyone doing all right? I just want to check in and make sure. We're going to be focusing on the first thing you need to do when you decide that you want to start doing what I call funky feng shui, <laughs> Chinese secrets of prosperity, right? To open up that prosperity, that life force energy, that prana, that chi, that arit energy, the kundalini energy, and you want it to rise up. That's what you want. So much like if you're in a meditation and you're rising, making that energy go up, or you're doing something that makes you feel good, it makes you feel happy, it makes you feel alive, and you want that energy to rise up, this is what we want to do inside of our sacred spaces. And this is one of the reasons why China is a powerhouse when it comes to prosperity and being able to unlock these different dimensions of creativity, prosperity, wealth and good health and all of these things when it comes to that. And that's why all of the businesses practice these principles of, of feng shui. This is even why in their home life, 
they practice these principles in feng shui religiously, not as a religion, but religiously. So here we go. There is only one thing that could stop your flow of prosperity. Remember, we talked about prosperity, the spirit prospering. The spirit has to move in order to prosper. It's only one thing that could block that energy. And that's clutter. So we're going to be starting with physical clutter. This is where we're going to start. We're going to start here and talk about how you can turn your home, your sacred space, into a money-making prosperity machine. We got to start here. Because your home, and I want you to take a second for me, and I want you to look around, look around, look around on the floor, look at your walls, look at the room you're in, you know, take a look at everything that is in your space. And those of you who've been with me for some years, you can go back in the archive, seven years, eight years, you will see where I did all of these shows and I went step by step by step on how to do all of this clutter clearing, how to open up for prosperity, but I'm giving you sort of that, you know, that, 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 that season 12, (laughs) uh, ancient Chinese secret on, on how to clear the clutter and get these secrets of prosperity glowing up, growing up. But I want you to just look around, just, just, you know, just take a moment, look at where you're sitting, you know, look at the room you're in, look at the space you're in. Some of you are saying, Latoya said closet, a hot mess. We're going to talk about that. Um, but I want you to just begin to start looking around. Now, what could slow down your prosperity is clutter. And It doesn't matter if you live in a house full of other people. I'm talking about a space that is directly connected to you. So that could literally be just a closet. It could be a small room. I have college students who are are in college in their dorm room that do this, um, People do it at their workspace, at their desk, at their office, uh, in their car, you know, just if you have a tiny little corner, one little dresser. So we can take this all the way down to the smallest subatomical level, going just into your phone. If you feel like you don't own anything, it could just be your phone, your, your, um, your smartphone, your iPhone, your Android phone. It could just be your phone. It could just be your email. So these principles can work whatever you sort of are interacting in and it is considered to be your space. The number one thing you have to do is make it sacred. Not secret, but sacred. And these Chinese secrets of prosperity that I'm going to share with you, I personally use. They are tried, tested, hands down, 
they work, okay? So we're going to start with the very first of it. You will find yourself in it later. If we have time, I'll take questions. So if there are some specific questions you have about your space, where you live, how you're living, and you want to know how you can begin to incorporating these principles, I can share that with you as well. I want us to start at the very first entrance of the front door of how you enter into your sacred space. Boom. I want you to understand whether that is an apartment door, a door to a house, a door to your room, that if anything is in that space to block the flow of energy, that will slow down the feng shui energy to move in that sacred space. So there should be not a whole bunch of shoes by the front door. That should not be a space that you keep a lot of clutter. If it's not easily to open and come in and go out, you, you can't do that. That will block the flow. <laughs> I'm not going to say that out loud, Miami Ashley. <laughs> But uh, 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 we're not, we not going to talk about that, but I, I feel you on that one. But I want you to think about just clearing that space. And I also want you to begin to start getting in the mindset of understanding that threshold that you are crossing over. You are leaving one dimension and coming into another dimension. So when you're outside, that's one dimension. When you come inside, you have entered, you've crossed the threshold of coming into a completely different dimension. That is the external world, and you are now entering inside the internal world. Many of my friends, people have called me to do feng shui readings on their home. And even without knowing who stays in the space, I can do a reading on everyone in the space by just walking through. That's how, that's, that's how obvious it is because every single thing that is in your sacred space is a reflection of a thought, of a feeling, of an emotion, of an experience that is coming from within the individuals who live inside that sacred space. You guys know I don't drop names, but there was an A-lister that I did a reading on him and actually a past life reading by going into his home and by the things that he had up there. I knew what was his. I knew what was his wife's. I knew what was his kids. And I told them all about their past lives. And I did it all from just walking through their sacred space. So I want you now to begin to start looking around. So every single thing that you have in your sacred space, everything from that pen to that mirror, to that chair, to that couch, to that pillow, to that cup, to that rug, to that picture, <laughs> every single thing is a reflection 
of what is happening on the inside. And I'm going to break it down. You know how in Egypt they have the temple of man? Well, the temple of man is really sort of ancient Egypt's Kemet's way of their feng shui when you understand that. That's why every single room is connected to every single part of the body. We're going to talk about that. So, sisters, you're going to find out where your yoni at in your sacred space. And, brothers, you're going to find out where your uh, 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 phallus is inside your sacred space. We're going to talk about that, too. But I digress. Let me stay on track because we are focusing on what here? Prosperity. <laughs> That's the key. We are focusing on how to bring in more prosperity. So now, number one, you understand that when you come into that sacred space, what I have done since I've been doing feng shui, and when I begin to do this for other people, is I really get into how do I want to feel when I walk? inside my sacred space. What is the feeling I want to get? And I want that feeling that no matter what has happened during the day, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what's happening outside in the world, I want to feel safe. I want to feel love. And I want my energy to be elevated to raise up. I want healing to be infused in it. I want it to be a space of light, a space of joy, and a space of pure prosperity. Innovation, creativity, all of those things. And so that's how I built my house. My mother always taught us that home is truly where the heart is. And she's always been one of those mothers. My mom is like Joan Cleaver, and she's a girly girl, a real girly girl. I'm a girly girl. I'm nowhere. I can't even touch my mama when it comes to being a girly girl because <laughs> she's on that on 1,000. She is embracing her goddesshood and always have and taught it to me and my sisters and everyone she's come in contact with, and I'm so grateful for that. But she always took so much pride in her sacred space, her house, no matter where we've lived, from some of the smallest places to the largest places, the principles, the foundation stayed the same. And she was, and to this day, still so proud. And I don't even know if that's a word. But she loves her sacred space. And that is, is translated to everyone who comes in, which actually is a principle of feng shui. When feng shui is in its proper operation and you've tapped into the elements and released them into the space, it transforms energy 
into its highest frequency, into its highest potential. And great things come out of that energy. So, getting back to your sacred space and really recognizing how do you want to feel when you walk in your sacred space. I, I would recommend with, with anyone who's getting ready to start this class um, a Feng way, and if you've already started it, that you really go back and sort of redefine that from time to time. And starting with the entrance, we're going to kind of hop around. We're going to go room to room. We're going to talk about some things. And I'm going to hit on those things that I know are, bam, they're power punchers, right? Um, these are the Chinese secrets to bringing in that, that prosperity energy into your sacred space. So it's clearing the entrance and recognizing that everything, nothing is in your sacred space by mistake. All of it holds energy and all of it is a reflection of the individuals who are living in the sacred space, whether that just be you and your kitty cat, whether that be you and your dog, whether that be you and your family, that is everything that is living in that space. That's a reflection of your internal thinking. Now let's dive a little deeper because today we're talking about how to get ourselves ready so we can get this going. And I want to start in the kitchen. Because the kitchen is critical. All of the spaces are critical. But the kitchen, mm, that part, that kitchen is vital. It is so critical. It is what is giving birth, what is giving life to everything. That is the womb, the yoni in the house, the kitchen. That's where life itself is created. So here's a little list for you of what to do. Is to go through and any dishes you have that are cracked, that are broken, any glasses that are chipped, um, any um, spoons, forks that are, um, what am I trying to say? Any spoons or forks that are bent, scraped up, damaged, absolutely get rid of it. It is so critical that you do that. Because this is representative, and I'll tell you what it's like. It's like your aura is sucking the life force energy out of your sacred space. Do you know how damaging it is to eat on a, a plate that is cracked? Do you realize what energy you are doing, what you're doing? It is sucking up all the life force all that is good that is on the plate, 
and leaving what is left over. It's like having a tear in your aura. So when I'm doing energy readings for you guys and I tell you that you're leaking energy, it's like going outside in the summertime and seeing that the water hydrant is just spilling water all out through the neighborhood. It's like leaving your bathroom faucet on for days. That's how the energy is just pouring out. It's leaking. It's like being inside your house and having the air conditioner on and opening up all the windows. What's the point? The message that you begin to start sending is you're you're leaving all of that energy out. And guess what? Your neighbor who lives across the street or your neighbor up the street that you don't uh, that you don't care for, that you don't like, guess what? All that good energy goes sucked right on over there to them, right on over there to them. And you're sending the universe a message to let them know that you are not worthy. You are not worthy of having prosperous energy. You are not worthy of being able to allow yourself to prosper. So it's so important that you get rid of those cracked dishes, those broken dishes, those damaged dishes, you know, those plastic cups that the kids got that you didn't put them in the dishwasher so much that they halfway melted away or the color is faded on it. Um, All of these things that really are, you know, they suck up energy. They suck up your life force energy so it can't move around in the home. It really does. You will literally be able to feel the difference. We're going to start in the kitchen because, again, this is the yoni, and I want you to understand about that. Um, that this is the yoni of your space, and you definitely need to make sure that you understand that. <laughs> C. Dig says, two crack place, I better trash, was going to glue. No, you don't want to. Well, there, there is something about gluing things together. You can do that. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You, you, you can do that. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, unless it is something that you're holding on because these things are representing uh, um, an emotional component that you're holding on to. That's why I said nothing is in your house by accident. You see, absolutely nothing is in your house. But I want to talk about clutter for a moment because there's reasons why we have clutter, why we hang on to stuff. Um, We tell ourselves all kinds of things about it. We don't want to give something away because, you know, the number one reason people tell me is because they may need it for something. So they sort of hold on to that. They do it out of habit, you know, just keeping things out of habit. You ever been to somebody's house and they got the newspapers all stacked up on their kitchen table? It's out of habit. It's really no reason why they're doing it. They're just keeping it. Or they go to the grocery store and they get the plastic bag and they got a whole plastic bag full of plastic bags. 
And you say, well, why are you keeping all these plastic bags? Do you take these plastic bags back to the store when you go to the store? No, they just collect plastic bags in case they need plastic bags. And they just keep getting more plastic bags. (laughs) You guys are saying that's me. Well, listen. The other thing that is so significant to understand uh, that is really one of those ancient Chinese secrets about uh, feng shui that keeps you from prosperity, right, is that I want you to know what this clutter really represents. Are y'all ready for this? Because this is going to be a big one. This this going to be that one that say, bam. <laughs> this clutter is a representation of unfulfilled dreams. This is dreams that are unfulfilled. That's what the clutter is. So no one wants to get rid of the clutter. No one wants to go in the closet. No one wants to open the drawer. No one wants to go in the garage. No one wants to go in the basement. No one wants to take care of the attic, you know. No one wants to, you know, get down into, you know, them drawers. And the sad part is we pass these things on to our children. These are unfulfilled dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it also represents, and I want you to imagine this like a gas tank meter. You know how you have full and you know how you have empty and it tells you when you're at a half a tank, a quarter tank. And depending on what kind of vehicle you have, you have a reserve tank. It also, this clutter represents the level of where your self-esteem is. So if you have a lot of clutter, we know you down there in that reserve tank. We know you ride around on empty all day. <laughs> we know that you you go to the gas pump and you say, let me get $10. <laughs> and you'll keep getting $10 every time you go to the gas pump. It represents your self-esteem. And this is why getting rid of the clutter is there. Another reason, and this is sort of the Achilles heel of our soul group, is when you're feeling mm, like you're responsible for everything, that you got to take care of everything and everyone around you. Often you'll see those people with clutter. You'll go to their desk and you'll see that their desk is just piled up with clutter. It's everywhere. Another reason people will keep or hold on to clutter
is they will tell themselves these stories, these urban legends. I have a friend and I love her dearly, but she doesn't want to get rid of no clothes and, 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 and no shade to it because at one time I was kind of stuck there myself. And, you know, whenever you start to talk to her about giving away clothes, she'll tell you, oh, girl, they don't make this no more. <laughs> they don't make this no more. You can't find this nowhere else. You ain't you ain't going to never find no jacket like this. You ain't never going to find no shoes like this no more. Oh, they don't make it like this no more. I got to keep this. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other reason we don't want to get rid of clutter and we tell ourselves is You know, we think it's still good. Why do I need to give away something that is good? There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's perfect. I mean, it's nothing wrong. Okay, but you don't see anything wrong that you got, you know, three dressers stacked side by side (laughs) just because they good. You don't want to give it away, you know. And then ultimately, it represents protection. Protection. It's sort of that buffer we have between our lives and who we are. So it's clutter, in a sense, becomes a security blanket. And we use that clutter as such. And some of you can relate to this, that you were brought up during very difficult financial struggles. So you don't want to get rid of anything. You're holding on to things you had when you were 10, when you were 9, when you were 8. And you're just holding on to that. Because you were brought up during difficult times. And so this is your way of holding on to that. But I want you to know this. Because I'm certainly not telling you to give away something you love. And that's a good test when it comes to one of the secrets of prosperity is when you get ready to place your hand on an object to declutter it, ask yourself the question, do I love this? Why do I feel I need this? What does this represent in my life? And you will start to go so much deeper and begin to understand what the clutter is for. So when we're talking about clutter, because clutter can be very depressing. And often one of the things that they say is when a person is extremely depressed depressed, or a person is seemingly or very extremely out of harmony, you will see clutter. Because this work represents the inner workings of your mind. 
It keeps you emotionally bound to the past. And if you have clutter underneath your bed, it will affect how you even sleep, how you're resting at night. I am not a fan of those little tubs uh, that they sell sometimes at the storage store in different places for children to take their winter clothes in the summertime and shove it up under their bed. I believe nothing should be up under your bed. And especially nothing should not be underneath your children's bed. I'm not a fan. If you find that it's hard for you to stay present, check clutter. Because that could, that could be what's at the what could be at the core of what it is. And when you get ready to decide, let's say you go in your kitchen, I would recommend that you start in the kitchen because the kitchen is the yoni of the house. It is where birth is taking place. It is where healing is taking place. It is where love is in the house. It is there. It is there. It is there. It is there. That is the womb of the house. It is a major portal. It is a major gateway uh, that is in the house. And that is starting with your dishes, what you eat off of, making sure that they're things that you're using. And if you're not using it, then ask yourself the question. What does this represent for me? Why am I holding on to this? Because remember, all of this is sucking up life force energy that's in your sacred space. A couple of years ago, I want to say, and you guys help me out on this, it may have been four or five years ago when this whole minimalist movement came about. And so people were going from the big house to the tiny house. And they were downsizing, getting rid of a lot of things, clearing out clutter because they were trying to find peace of mind only for most of them to get in them little ass tiny houses and discover they don't want to be in no tiny house. (laughs) Some of them love it, but most of them don't because it never was about the space. It was about what was happening on the inside. See, Feng Shui is truly designed to teach you about you. It is truly designed to show you as above, so below, as without, so within what is happening to you. So in the kitchen, dishes, dishes that are broke, cracked, chipped, melted, damaged, all of this represents how you give in the world and what you should receive. If you got a lot of cracked, broken, damaged dishes, then the message you are telling the world is that you want to receive things that are nowhere close to their best. And neither are you worthy of even receiving the best and nor can you give your best. That's a strong message. That's a very strong message. 
to be broadcasting because while you're out and about and you're working or you're doing what you love and you're having fun, you are broadcasting this out to the universe and you're trying to figure out, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all this hard work. Why isn't anything changing? You walk into your sacred space and it's speaking. It is your 24-hour satellite system that is broadcasting your message. It is amplifying your message, just like a pyramid all over the world. So all of us stay inside of our own pyramid, and it is creating a connection with other pyramids all over the world, and it is sending that message out, hey, over here, we don't, we don't, we don't want the best. We don't, we don't need it. We can't give our best. We, we are not worthy of, of giving anything that's worth receiving. That is your pyramid. The pyramid is not a space. I cannot say this enough. It is not a burial ground. This is supposed to be the house of life, the house of light, the house of prosperity. So no matter where you live, no matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, that is your pyramid. That is your sacred space. That is your broadcast station. This is where you go to recharge your battery or this is where you go to drain your battery. So if a lot of your friends keep coming over your house and after about two minutes, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm getting sleepy. I got to get out of here something's draining them (laughs) in your sacred space, sucking up all the life out of them. Life force energy, just sucking it all up. But it's not going to you either. So decluttering is so important. And those cracked dishes and all of that represents that. So you want to start with the dishes. It's always so important because this is how you're showing up in life. Your dishes and what you eat off of, this is how you show up. That's why it is a dish. It is something that is being presented. It's like you saying, (laughs) ta-da, here I am. This is how I'm showing it. This is how I dish it out. You want to know how a person dish it out? Look at their dishes. When you go in their house, say, can I, can I see your dishes? Because <laughs> once you see them dishes, you're going to know how they dish it out. You're going to know about them when they dish out their china. It's a reason why we call it china ware. It's a reason why it's called fine china. Because that china is connected to prosperity. And China is made out of bones. So this is literally a very sacred act that you're placing things on to open up prosperity, to receive the blessings of the ancestors. This is why your grandma and your grandma used to tell you to bless your food. When you put it on fine china and underneath that fine china you have a charger i charge all of my chargers in my house if you don't know what a charger is it's that fancy circle that you see 
when you go into different stores and you're looking at Mikasa uh, and you're looking at fine china or you're in a department store and it's underneath the plate or if you've attended, uh, you know, a wedding or dinner and you see the circle and usually it's in silver and it's in gold, it's called a charger because literally that is charging whatever goes on top of it. So I keep chargers, whether I'm eating out of fine china or I'm eating out of paper plates, I am charging my food. I literally charge my placemats. I charge them up with prosperity. So anything that gets placed on top of it is being charged with that energy. It's being placed on there with intention. I'm giving y'all some some of these some of these Chinese secrets of prosperity. Um, let me know if you can hear me. <laughs> let me know if you can hear me. So now, everything in the home is a mirror of yourself. So you want to go through those dinner plates. You want to go through those cups. You want to go through your forks. Let me tell you something. One of the greatest places on earth. I'm going to name two. Well, I'll name three. Well, I probably can name four, maybe five. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to give you a few. If you're silverware, if you miss in a fork, if you got 30 sets of silverware in your drawer, Take it all and donate it. Give it away. Give it to someone else or trash it. Recycle it. Take yourself down to Ross. You can go get you a whole box of brand new silverware for 20 bucks. Stainless steel. It's a metal. All my metal people out there, and even if you're not metal, you are a part of metal. You can charge your silverware. I charge all my silverware. Charge it up. And especially when I get ready to do that. Now, LaVon says, what if my silverware is plastic? Then you better get to work. And you better work fast. Because plastic doesn't hold energy very long. But you can still use plastic. You can go to Ross and you can go get it and get you a decent set of silverware. Even if you don't use it every day, you can have a decent set that goes together. When you have a whole lot of mismatched things, that lets me know that you're very indecisive. That's what you're broadcasting to the world. Hey, look at me. I'm indecisive. I can't make up my mind. One moment is yes. The next minute it's no. One moment I like you. The next minute I hate you. That's what you're broadcasting to the world. I'm confused. And I really don't know my identity of who I am. So Ross, TJ Maxx. Good morning. All of those different places are a great place that you can take for a small investment. And when all of that fails, you can go to goodoldamazon.com. 
and you can get you a decent set of silverware and you can just have your stuff matching so that you can send a focus and a clear message and you can broadcast that to open up prosperity. So when you're grabbing that fork and you're eating, you have a whole support system behind you because it also speaks to how you feel you're being supported by the family that lives in the house with you, by people you're interacting with, by your loved ones and others. You're showing how you're being supported. And if you say to me, well, right now I'm not in the position where I could make that kind of investment, I get it. Then at least organize them. Go through them. See the ones you want to keep. See the ones that need to, to, that you need to let go. Same thing when you got your knives and your forks. You ever open up somebody's drawer and it's just, it, it, it's just everything everywhere. That's a message that's being broadcast. So now that we've talked about those things, I want you to take a look also at your storage containers. People are still holding on to Tupperware. Do they even sell Tupperware anymore? I don't know. Because I know Andre Punani killed the Tupperware man. And he also killed Johnny Versace. That's another story. But anywho, think about your storage containers, mismatch, you know, um, warped from the washing machine. Yeah, not the washing machine, excuse me, dishwasher. Or just faded. Get rid of it. You could go to the dollar store and get you some storage containers and Please don't tell me you are taking pots and put them in the refrigerator. You are taking metal and you are putting it into a cold environment and you are causing stagnant energy to come out of your fridge. That's a serious (laughs) no-no. That's a serious, serious, mm, that's a serious no-no to take a pot and put it in the refrigerator. Wow, wow, you are literally asking for it, you know? So when it comes to the kitchen, this needs to be clean. Remember, I said this represents the womb. It needs to be clean. It needs to be light. It needs to be airy so that all of that kundalini and air force energy can flow through that sacred space. The surface should be clear. It should be clean. All of that on the countertops, all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that needs to be in there. This speaks to the health and the vitality of it. I want you to think about, um, especially sisters and brothers, you can relate if you have children, um, you know how uh, sensitive we are. And if you're not sensitive and conscious in your um, in your mind, your baby will make you conscious when you're pregnant about what you can eat and what you cannot eat. 
how clean you're supposed to keep your yoni, how smelling fresh like blueberries and strawberries and pineapples. This is what I want you to think about your kitchen from head to toe. Brothers, thinking about what you're going to dive in. If you open up the refrigerator and you start to smell something, that's a no-go. The kitchen should always be that bright place, smelling good, clear, light, fresh, you know, all of that. Making sure that if there's any blown out light bulbs, that they are replaced immediately because of what it is. Your stove. This element is directly connected with fire. It is the activation point of the kundalini. The activation point of kundalini energy. The eyes on your stove, whether you have a gas stove, whether you have a ceramic top, a glass top, or if you have the coil, those eyes need to be clean. And are you ready for this? The more you use your stove and your oven, every time that you do it, you are activating prosperity. You're telling that 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 feng shui, um, prosperity, life force energy to get in motion. And it starts there. That kundalini, when you cut on the stove and you're cooking for your family and that poof, that little lightning comes or you see that light, that is the activation point of kundalini. That is the orgasmic point of getting ready to receive birth. So look at it as receiving prosperity and abundance and taking that energy in. That's why they always say never eat food from an angry cook. And we're doing so much eating out that we don't know what the cook's got going on. And we're taking all of that energy from the food that has been cooked all the way down to the server who brings it and put it on a plate and you put it in your mouth and your body. So this is why you definitely need to make sure if you want to activate that prosperity kundalini that you are cooking dishes at home and you're making sure you're in a good mood when you're activating that kundalini because whatever kundalini you're activating there is what you're going to be activating for yourself and every single person who is partaking in that dish. So you want to do that. You want to make sure that the stove is clean, that it's clear. You want to make sure that you are clearing that off because that is at the heart and soul of activating that kundalini, that feng shui, that life force, that chi, that prana, that arit energy, that cosmic orgasm that's going to spread the prosperity throughout your home. And if you look in the culture, when you think about the culture coming out of China, food is sacred to them. Eating is sacred. It's very social and they enjoy doing it with people and they have a great time eating. If you want to see a culture that really loves to eat and have fun while they're eating, 
it's them. And even though it seems like they consume a whole lot of food, that food is not becoming stagnant in their body and weighing them down. And you ask yourself, they're eating rice, they're eating something white, they're eating all of that stuff. How come they're not, it's not processing for them that way? It has a lot to do with understanding the principles of feng shui. And so when you begin to start understanding about what the stove is representative in your house that is there. So now let's move over to the sink. One of the things that was rule number one from my daddy, not even my mama, but my daddy, was we will not go to sleep with dishes in the sink. We're not going to go to sleep. My mama rule was kitchen's going to be clean. But my daddy rule was definitely no dishes in the sink. And if you have dishes in the sink, better make sure first thing in the morning, that's your first task. That's the first thing that you adhere to. Because that sink is what you're holding. It represents sort of the aftermath. It represents everything that should be washed away, that you should be able to let go of. So if you're having a lot of problems of letting go of things of the past or really, you know, you're getting locked into certain thoughts that are not sort of kind of serving you, then you definitely need to make sure you are taking care of cleaning out your sink because this is your finish work. How well do you finish? How well do you end things? How well do you close up things? How well do you communicate? Because water is here and water is flowing down the pipes. And this is representation of how you communicate. How fluid are you? How clear is your understanding of what is moving through you? What is happening in your life? How are you moving through different situations, challenges, obstacles, and things that are coming your way? Is it an easy flow or is it a very stagnant flow? Does money seem to come in and all of a sudden something happens and takes it away? Are you one of those people when someone tells you they're coming over, you start cleaning and you haven't been cleaning? Because this all speaks to that. But remember, it's the kitchen is a little different because this is the activating point. So I would say, and this is something I did when my children were little. If you guys go back, definitely would like for you to uh, download those other feng shui shows. Is to set a timer. And I would say no more than 15 or 20 minutes. And do it in intervals. Start there. Because it can be quite overwhelming if this is something you've never done. But decluttering is the first dimension of you tapping in to opening up prosperity and turning your sacred space into this prosperity magnet. 
for every area of your life, whether it's relationship, whether it's finances, whether it's health, um, whether it's knowledge and understanding, um, you know, whether it's wisdom, whether it's, you know, a new job, whatever it is that you're seeking to open up that portal so that that chi, that life force can be moving around decluttering is dimension number one. You have to tap into that before you can consistently Because that's what we want, right? Not one hit wonders. Not five minutes of fame. You know how the song goes. You only have one job. (laughs) You got to get this one job right. You didn't have to do a lot of things. Just this one job. If you get this one job right in your sacred space, then prosperity is one of those things you will not struggle with. I promise you. So. We're moving on from the kitchen. We've talked about the kitchen sink, clearing off the kitchen cabinet, making sure that that is all cleared, making sure that that is, um, you know, kind of neat and tidy and all of that stuff is good. If you find that you are having obstacles, check your refrigerator. A lot of challenges, check your refrigerator. Do you have food in there that is spoiled, expired, um, food that is no good, that you're not going to eat, rotten food? All of that needs to be cleared. Did you let the light blow out inside your refrigerator and not replace it? You need to replace it. Do you have open food in your refrigerator? Do you have raw food just sitting out? Do you have things spilt on top of the refrigerator, um, by the refrigerator that you haven't, you need to definitely clean that out. Once you clean that out, you will be opening yourself up to a whole deeper level of allowing the life force energy to flow in and out of your life. The refrigerator itself has a lot to do with your childhood and your health. If you're having problems with an illness, something you're having a difficult time getting over, cleaning out the refrigerator is, uh, uh, that should be number one issue. Lots of headaches, refrigerator. Uh, Problems, health issues, all of that, that speaks directly to the refrigerator. You need to clean it out. I I, want to give you guys a remedy we're going to talk about the floor here a little bit and then, um, you know, we, we can move on because I can kind of stay in the refrigerator. Like I could do this whole show, um, excuse me, not on the refrigerator, on the kitchen. I could do this whole show because that's how significant the kitchen is to, to really understanding it. Um, but the main thing is for you to make sure that you clear that out. Clear out the refrigerator and straighten things, organize it. People tease me when they come to my refrigerator and say it kind of looks like, you know, MTV Cribs when they used to open up the refrigerator. But you need to have things organized. You need to have things placed in there. It will give you clarity. It's how you see into the future. It's where your health is lying for yourself and your family, those things. And even on the countertop, when you have 
fruits and vegetables that sit outside the refrigerator, you know, making sure they're not spoiled. You need to check that as well, too. Food is a key component. Make sure you don't have things that are spoiled, that are rotten, um, that are left unkept, that are inside the kitchen, because, again, that's what's there. And clearing the kitchen really is a way to change your life instantly, because if you want to send the energy that you are in a healing crisis out into the world, just keep an unkept kitchen. That's what you're telling the world. Healing crisis, we need a healing crisis over here. No, no, no. We need a health crisis. We need financial crisis. No, you don't want to broadcast that message, especially not coming from your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I know, because it looks like our time is going away, I'm doing a lot of talking talking on this, but I really want you guys to get, um, like I said, a very updated version about, you know, what is so significant about feng shui and understanding the principles and how to really activate you know, prosperity inside your home and so you can unlock a lot of these secrets. So we are going to do a spirit quest really quick in case we don't get a chance to make it through every single room in the house because I don't think we will. Um, But we will do more shows on this uh, coming up because, well, that's only if you guys want it. We'll see how the comments are. Uh, and we'll see that and we'll see, we'll see how you guys, if it's something that um, you guys really are interested in, it's one of my, I'm totally obsessed with Feng Shui. Um, I am a recovering OCD addict. Um, so I've learned to turn these principles into a healthy thing and not be up at four o'clock in the morning, cleaning baseboards, washing floors and you know, wiping down fans and windows and that kind of crazy stuff. I don't do that anymore. But, um, (laughs) but um, yeah, this is a great um, way for us to do this and um, for us to be able to, to, to start um, getting into this energy so that we can do it. Uh, Let me find something for you. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm pulling up something right now. Give me just a moment. Uh, just a moment, you guys. But if you guys are enjoying this share and it is something that you are um, interested in and really having a love, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're in the Blue Room. Um, if you're over on Facebook, you can like the Facebook group or Instagram at The Remix Radio. Uh, you can do that there and make sure you follow. Or don't forget to hit the bell. Let me go ahead and ring that again. Don't forget to hit the bell. That's right. You, that's a way that you can ring your bell and you can get those notifications. Uh, so whenever, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when, whenever we're we're over there to get that, yeah, get that notification. Let's let let's see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Let's see. Let's see. So we're going to get ready to do a spirit quest. Yes. 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 Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, we got to. I gotta find it here. Hmm. Give me one second. I I really apologize. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Let's see. Let's see if we can find something here. Okay, you guys. Um. Hmm. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. Let's see if we can get this. We're going to get ready to do a spirit quest real quick. And uh, this is a great way for you to um, get get um, to get into your sacred space and uh, be able to um, to move through. Move through your sacred space. Okay, I absolutely have no idea how this, how this beat is going to go, but we're going to use it. So I think it's a great one. I want to make sure that you guys can hear me nice and loud and clear and the music isn't too loud. I just want to check the levels on that as we get ready to get into this. We doing all right? You guys can hear me clear. Yes, no, maybe so. Okay. All right. So the music isn't too loud. All right. So here we go. All right. Somebody wants to know me, me blue, you make, do I make blue beats? I can, and I have. I don't think I'm good at it. So if you got some beats out there, send them to me question for blue at gmail.com let's get ready to go um here we go we're going to do a spirit class sort of this infusion of a meditation a focus intention visualization activation all wrapped up into one so here we go first thing i want you to do is to sit up nice and straight sit up Nice and straight. Make sure your feet are planted down on the ground. Nice and flat. If you can take your shoes off, that's going to be great too. On this one, it may be a little easy if you close your eyes. But you certainly don't have to. You don't have to close your eyes. It's completely up to you. But what I want you to do is to close your eyes. And on the count of three, you're going to be standing in front of a pyramid, but not any pyramid. You're going to be standing in front of your house, your sacred space, your room, your apartment of where you live. One, two, three. That's right. 
you're getting ready to walk inside. I want you to open the door. And as you begin to walk through your home, I want you to begin to visualize finding the life force energy. It's going to come across as a color. So pick a color. It can be any color, whatever color comes to you. Feel that color and you're going to see it like a dancing snake floating through the air, the mist. And I want you to imagine yourself inside this energy field, following this energy. And you can see it. It's around every single thing that's in your space, from the living room, every item, and everything. And as you approach each one of these things, I want you to see if that energy is rising or if the energy is falling down. Look at it. Once you come close, this is the feng shui energy moving through your sacred space, room by room, object by object. It's letting you know. If the energy lowers or it becomes neutral, make sure that you make a mental note of it. But if you walk up to this object and the kundalini energy just starts to get raise and go higher and higher and higher, then you know that that object is bringing some good feng shui energy and it's in the right space. That's it. Keep walking around. That's it. You're going from room to room. It could be in your bedroom. It could be in your living room or even your kitchen. Just keep walking around, stopping in front of objects. And in your mind's eye, see if that color, if that energy, if it's rising or is it getting lower because you have found the path of the kundalini energy moving in your sacred space. This is what I call walking the labyrinth inside your home. And you're walking around. And you're taking notes. You're taking mental notes of where the energy starts to go down. Is it at the front of the door? Is it in the living room? Are you in your bedroom and the energy goes down? Are you in the bathroom when the energy goes down? Are you in the kitchen? Is it the hallway? Where is it? Is it towards the front of the house, the back of the house, the middle, the side? Look for it. Look for where the energy is flowing. Make notes of where the energy is high. And make notes where the energy is low. That's it. Now I want you to hurry. This time, I want you to run. 
and follow the kundalini energy. It will show you everything inside your sacred space. So in your mind's eye, whether it's just your room or if you're running through the whole house, I want you to run through the whole entire house and meet me back at the door. Let's go. Look for the kundalini path. Look for the energy. See where it is. See where it's flowing. See how it's flowing. That's it. It's flowing. It's flowing. That's it. That's it. You can see all the spots where you need to declutter. And on the count of three, you're going to come back and you're going to remember all of that. So here we go. One, two, and three. You're back. You're back. I know that was quick, but I wanted you guys to get an opportunity to just kind of go in a spirit quest really, really quickly and go through your house. Where were some of the places where the kundalini energy was the lowest and what color showed up for you? If you're in the blue room, I want you to sound off. If you're on social media, you can sound off there. But share with us or share with me, where was that? Where were those spaces that the energy was low? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Do we have some spaces where the energy just showed you that was low? And make sure that you're writing it down and you're placing a note of where it was. Placing a note on those colors. Because those colors are going to tell you powerful colors that you can begin to use to raise the frequency where you were. Shaylin said in her bedroom. Griffin said some chairs in the dining room. Phoenix said um, shady in the downstairs room, in the bathroom, in the top of the window. Elnora says gold. Um, Griffin says his bedroom. Melanie says white that was her color, and it was the second floor. Marvin said the back room. Beautiful D said the bedroom. Be balanced said the dining room. The color was green. Janine said pink. It was the bedroom and the kitchen. Um, wow. Lavon said, I got to get under my bed. Brittany said, uh, in the living room. Wow. And uh, Bella said, the coat closet. Wow. So did you get a chance to see where the energy went up really, really high? What part of your house or was there an object that when you went around it, the life force energy went up very high? Very, 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 very high. Where did the the energy show you the highest point of where Kundalini was coming from? Was it an object? Was it, uh, Elnora said, the living room. Latoya said the color was orange. But was there a particular room? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Griffin said his canvas. Oh, wow. I love that. My bedroom energy was through the roof. I am so happy about that. Me too, Janine. Um, Bella said the ancestor altar. Very, very high. I love that. Phoenix Nebula said the altar and mass. Um, B. Valance said the living room. Marvin said the light was high in his living room and it was yellow. Um, Lady T said orange clutter and the blue light for the flowing energy. So you had two different colors. Absolutely love that as well. 
Levon said the energy was very high in the center, um, in the center of her room. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, Teddy said it was green light uh, that that he was seeing that you could see. Griffin said his garden was off the off the charts. Latoya said the bedroom and the light was orange. So you see this energy is there and you guys can feel it. You can tap into this energy. So one of the things that you can actually do for around the house is you literally can go and you can put your hand on an object and feel whether your energy goes up or down. Like I have a mirror right here on my desk and when I touch it, my energy goes up. I know that that should stay here, but I also have some other things (laughs) like some papers from readings all week. And when I touch it, my energy goes up, but then it drops because I need to recycle them. I recycle, I make my own paper. So I usually keep it and recycle it and make my own paper out of it. But sometimes I don't do it fast enough. And so I get piles of paper. So I need to definitely make sure I keep that. Um, you know, keep that in mind when I'm doing that. But I wanted you to see that these are some very, very ancient secrets that you can begin to start doing. The kitchen is paramount. Kitchen, the pantry, get things organized, get it straight, because this is the womb of the house. It is the activating point of how you're activating that energy that goes all throughout your house. And anytime you come in or anyone else is in that house, it is also dispersing that energy to them as well. And then the biggest thing you need to know, your pyramid is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's like Planet Remix. It is communicating with your solar systems up in the sky, the star systems. It is communicating with all of the elements and energy out in the atmosphere, and it is broadcasting on your behalf, your blueprint out into the world. And you want to make sure that your pyramid is 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 on fleek. You want to make sure your pyramid knows what time it is and your pyramid is set with your intention of prosperity and that you are using these ancient principles of feng shui. Like I said, in China, every business practice these principles from the time you come in. Everything is intentional. You'll see that also no matter what part of the world you're in or these prosperity principles, these Chinese secrets of prosperity um, have been practiced for eons and ages. And this is how you open up that prosperity energy. I want to get to the phone lines because I see so many of you guys on there. So I want to do that as well. Giggle said, it's crazy. I just organized and cleaned out my pantry. Then you are on it. It is not crazy. You are definitely in the flow. This month, the month of August, because it is that eight energy, it is the energy of prosperity. It is the energy of the Kundalini. It is the energy of activation. You want to make sure that you are taking advantage of energy that is always on the planet, but this is definitely a time that you can get that extra little boost with the universe sort of kind of co-operating with you, um, sort of like your co-pilot with you on your quest for prosperity through feng shui. 
and understanding that. So I want to do this uh, and uh, I, I, I want to do this for you guys because it really will help to open up so many things for you. We're going to be doing something special for all of you guys who are in self-invested. That'll be coming up. As you know, we had our introduction class on Saturday, and my, oh my, it was it was amazing. It was wonderful. So we're going to go to the phone lines. I want to talk to you guys. If you have questions, we can talk about that. I'm going to also start to incorporate some of the other rooms based on what you guys ask, but I really want, <laughs> my wife is cleaning out the sink now. That's what's up, Ernest. That's what's up. That sink got to be cleaned because that's that communication portal, how you're sending it out, that current sea out into the world. Make sure at night that you close your drains and sink because that will let the life force chi get wasted. If you find that you can't hold on to money, as soon as you get $2, you need to spend $2, make sure you're closing your drains at night. You're covering them in the bathroom and also make sure that you are covering your drains in the kitchen as well because that will stop the leakage of chi leaving outside of the house as well. So that's a big one. Make sure if you have any kind of leaky faucets that you take care of that because that represents waste. And then you have to ask yourself, where am I being wasteful at? Am I just throwing money away? Are we just, you know, taking our health for granted? Are we just doing all of these things? Make sure you put the toilet seat down. That's right. You want to cover places inside of the house so that you are not leaking out your kundalini, your life force energy out of your temple, out of your pyramid, out of your sacred space. You want that energy. So, so, so here's another secret, right? What you want when you come to your front door, what you don't want is if you can stand at your front door and see your back door, that's not a good thing. If you're standing inside your sacred space and you can see the immediate back door, that means that life force energy is coming in and it's going right out. So you have to put things in place so that that chi, that kundalini, when it comes in, that prosperity energy moves and swirls all throughout your house, placed based on the placement of furniture, objects, rugs, colors, crystals, um, lights. Um, what else do I want to say? Yeah, I think I covered everything. And how things are, the condition of them, determines how that kundalini swirls itself all throughout your space. You want your sacred space to be so inviting that that kundalini energy comes in. That serpentine prosperity feng shui energy comes in through your front door and it wants to wrap itself around every inch of your house going up and down because the more it spins inside of your house, the more that that energy is raising the frequency 
of that kundalini and prosperity inside of your sacred space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you don't have things that are broken. Because, see, when it goes in that kitchen and it hits that cracked plate, just imagine a big chunk of that kundalini falling off. And it's slow, it's getting weaker and weaker and losing power and losing more power and losing more energy. It's going to try its best to get to the exit of your house. It's going to start looking for a way to get out quick. It's not going to want to stay. Yeah. So you guys have a lot of questions. I'm going to be taking questions from the Blue Room and I'm also going to be on the phone lines, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Um, if you're international, you do need to dial the international um, code before you dial, 515-605-9794, and then you can come on. And uh, I'll also take some questions from the Blue Room as well. Um, let me think. See if there's anything else. I see a couple of questions, so I'm going to have to get back to them. Um, but I'm going to kind of jump around on the phone line so I can answer you guys' questions. I have all of my feng shui notebooks here because I have them from years and years and years of me practicing feng shui. At this time, it's been well over 30 years. I have a strong love for feng shui, and I just have found it so helpful in my life at every twist and turn. And boy, oh boy, could I use some feng shui today. Um, so this was right on time. So um, I want to definitely go to the phone lines. I'm going to jump around. Please be ready with your question. And I'm also going to alternate and take some questions from out the blue room um, as well, too. So let's go to the phone lines. We're going to go to the caller calling in from area code 8432. 8432, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are. And where you're calling from. Oh, it would help if I clicked on you. Eight four three two, you're live on Planet Remix. Okay. Back. Eight four three two. Looks like they're taking notes. Let's go to eight five seven nine. Eight five seven nine. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Miss Blue, it's Nadra. Hey, Nadra, Priestess Nadra. How are you? <laughs> I am so lovely, and I got a paper out because I was like, I'm gonna get called. <laughs> yeah, I'm so gratitude. <laughs> Because, Lord, I need it. Thank you, Spirit. <laughs> oh, you are so welcome. You are oh, so welcome. Thank you. Yay. Mm-hmm. And Blue, you are so the best. Let me just tell y'all, Remix family, because I love y'all so much. This morning, mm-hmm. I pulled out my notes, my feng shui notes, funky feng did shui. You? Like, I don't even know how many years ago you did wow. it. Wow. Yes. I pulled it out yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely oh, love it. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. 
when you said the clutter with the unfulfilled dreams, all I saw was my show clothes, like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> my fashion design clothes. Oh, all right, wow. Lou, I need all the help you can give me right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where in my house do I need to focus? I mean, I know I need to declutter, especially my show clothes, because I just unpacked it and left it, like, right, boom, right there in my workspace. Mm-hmm. And didn't even put it away. But if you can tell me, please, where I'm losing chi, what I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Okay. So number one place, I'm I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to kind of look um, and, I, and remind me to talk to you about the labyrinth. Um, but the number one place that I see that you're losing chi. You are losing chi in your bathroom. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, another place that you're losing a lot of chi at uh, definitely is going to be in the bathroom. I just see that there needs to be some repairs and things fixed in yes. there. Um, yes. that, that bathroom is coming up first. Um, yeah. So what? let's talk about that first. What's going on um, in the bathroom? Okay, so we have two bathrooms, well, a bathroom mm-hmm. and a half, and um, the ceiling in the, the where the shower is, uh-huh. it's it has a slow leak when the people upstairs yes. take their shower. <laughs> yes, that slowly. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that needs to be the number one place that I see where the major leak is. The other thing uh, is to declutter because that's what's sucking up the energy. So you have a leak going on and then uh-huh. the energy is being sucked up, you know, okay. um, by the clutter. So you just need to start. I would tell you to start. I tell everyone to start in the womb of the house, in the yoni of the house, which is the kitchen, yes. and really mm-hmm. getting those things in order. So if you fix that bathroom, you're going to be able to see a spike in prosperity across the board in your house. You fix that leak in the bathroom and take care of that because I see both bathrooms coming up for yes. me. I don't, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I don't know if that if the pipe upstairs is impacting the one, but I see the toilet there too. Um, remember yep, that's the toilet what happened is, the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the toilet so is on about the toilet. How, you, yes. how well you're going to let go of things. And okay. right now, it it, right. it feels some things that just need to get flushed out to get let go. Yep, 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 mm-hmm. yep. And remember, the toilet is so significant because. It's another position of power in one of the Chinese secrets in feng shui. And so Mm -hmm. the toilet is actually a throne. You understand? This is where some of the greatest ideas and thoughts are coming when you are sitting on your throne. They call it the porcelain throne made out of ingredients in Mm. China um, as well. so that is significant. That is significant. I want you to work on that. Mm-hmm. All right. All righty. All righty. That sounds great. Yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And right, I'm um, on it. 
You're on it? Okay. All right. Perfect. No, go well, ahead. I'm so go glad ahead. You I got something else to tell me? Go point. right ahead. Well, I was going to, I, I'm going to save this for somebody else because Spirit is showing me it's for somebody else. It's not for you. So it's somebody else. So we'll, we'll see who else uh, comes on the line. If they come on the line, I'm going <laughs> to, they're going to get a chance to get that. I think it's so important. It's so many things. All right. So hold the line. Peace and love to you. Yeah. Thank beautiful. you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 3176. 3176, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. 3176, going once, going twice, gone. Okay. All right. Either you guys can hear me. Let's go to the next caller, 4047. 4047, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Ooh, maybe we're having problems with the phone lines. So I'm going to I'm going to leave the phone lines be. For right now, since you guys cannot hear me, if you're on the phone lines and you press one, I would say maybe try to hang up and call back in and maybe you can press one and you can get through um, and that that will work. So I apologize. Yeah, I see you guys coming back on. So if you're on the phone line, wait, let me say that again. If you're on the phone line and I, I and you've been waiting for a minute. Press one, take your hand down, and then press one. It'll put your hand back up. But it will tell you you are inside of the host queue. Uh, And so that'll be an indication. Yeah, let's see. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code 2146. 2146, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello? Yes, hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hi, I'm Flo from Dallas. Okay, greetings. What's your name? Flo. Flo, like Flo Joe? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a beautiful name. Greetings, Flo. All right. Are you enjoying the share tonight? I am. And thank you. I'm learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, beautiful. So what questions do you have? Um, I was wondering if I get any, any information on my spirit guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yes, you can get information on your spirit guides. We are talking about feng shui. So did you have any questions about feng shui and prosperity when it comes to you and your home? Any of that? Um, yes, actually, just um, and if you can see anything that can help me out a little bit, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of issues in the area right now with me and work, and it's just been a lot of changes going on. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Well, talk to me about what your question is. What's your question? It could even be your question for your spirit guides. What is your question? Um, I 
guess what changes could I make to um, um, kind of have money flowing more or just feel like there's a lot of blockages and things mm-hmm. that I'm doing right now and I'm not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Does that make here's, sense? Here's, well, I wanted to make sense to you first. And you seemed a little <laughs> like yeah. you're not sure it makes sense, but that's okay. I mean, we've all been there, but the number one thing I want, I want, I want to say to you is that what's beautiful about Feng Shui, it's about transmuting energy. It's about taking energy so that it can be in the best use. You know, we know energy cannot be uh, destroyed. It can transform though and so right now what's happening is you need to have a lot of energy transformed around you but here's the thing that I see immediately when you started talking was I see a lot of boxes so that tells me either you just moved or your plan on moving mm-hmm. which one I'm planning on moving Okay. And so you're planning on moving to another state, correctly? Um, well, in the same state. You're planning on moving in the same state, but a different yeah, city. Uh huh. So right. the distance the distance looks pretty far. Is it pretty far? Mm-hmm. No, no, not right now. I mean, I had thought about moving um, back um, home out of state, but not right now. I didn't think mm-hmm. that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where is home? Missouri. Missouri. Okay. And your hesitation on the move is what? Um, I, I kind of got established where I'm at now and just feel like that would be going backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and only because I'm picking up a couple of things, I will tell you this, you have a total um, of spirit guides that you have with you, you have a total of nine spirit guides that are with you. And so when nine spirit guides come up, which nine is a number very much connected to prosperity as well, too, um, that number is about prosperity. It It is also about um, finishing. It's about clearing things up. Uh, nine is also the energy that will help you move into the future. That's a lot what nine is about because after nine, uh, immediately we go to the zero point, right? And then from that mm-hmm. number zero, it gives birth to the number one, which is a, is, is sort of a reset. It's it's sort of a, 
a restart. It's sort of that beginning. So this is a lot of the energy that you're feeling. Um, and you have nine spirit gods that are all here to help you with this. But I, I, I see that there is a reason you want to leave where you are at this time. And it's more tied to your emotions than anything. Give me something really quick. What is the last number in your birth year? Um, five. It's a five. So you are connected to the element of wood. This is wood. Mm -hmm. And one of the things for wood, wood needs fire to burn. Mm -hmm. To get it going. And right now you've lost your fire. Whoever that fire was, because that fire was represented by something in your life, be it a job, be it a relationship, but that fire is gone. And so now you're just wood. And if you've ever seen wood, when it starts to um, sort of decay or it starts to dry rot, this is the state that you're in with your emotions and how you're feeling right now. So what was Mm -hmm. the fire you lost? Could be job, um, could be relationship. Let's just go ahead and say it was both. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? You can disagree with me at any time. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's important that you acknowledge that because if you are still in the wonderland inside your own thoughts, then nothing is going to stick. Like it's not going to stay in your consciousness. So mm-hmm. um, I thank you for being open and honest. Another reason I see a lot of box around you is because you've literally boxed yourself in. And it's almost like when they talk about Pandora's box, you understand when you open Pandora's box, but Pandora's box is really um, a symbol of malice and fear. So you have a lot of fear around everything that you want to do from the simplest task to the most complicated one. And so what your spirit guides are here to help you with is that you got to start facing these fears. You can't keep running away. You can't keep ignoring them. And you can't keep pretending they're not happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you got to start letting your fears out the box. Because a fear is an indication that you are stopping your feng shui. You are stopping your prosperity. And that's the main thing that is blocking your prosperity. So your spirit guides are really here to help you Mm -hmm. with bringing out your inner energy. You know, Carl Jung often talks about our anima and our animus. Are you familiar with those terms at all? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. What kind of work do you do? A nurse. You're a nurse? Yes. Wow. And the reason I say wow, because that energy meter is so low for you right now. Mm-hmm. And I need you to stop thinking in thoughts of other people's ideas of what they think you are. And you mm-hmm. have to stop taking the blame for other people not having their shit together and trying to push it off on you as if it's your fault. Right. You have to stop letting people with narcissistic mentality get in your ear and make you feel that you're the problem. Because the truth of the matter is everybody is dealing with their own shit. And you have to learn how to start speaking up for yourself. So talk to me now about your relationship. No. Um. I don't know what to say. It's just kind of, I'm in and out, I guess, in my mind. What do you mean you're in and out? What does that mean? Like, um, I guess, kind of want to be in it, and then sometimes I don't, and just been that way. Mm-hmm. Like back and forth, back and forth. Not mine. Mm-hmm. Can I make it right? I just want Yeah, I just want you to know that in the blue room, they're sending you so much love, and even telling Aww. you thank you for calling in. You know, for standing in your truth, and so you know, we are a soul group. So when one person is experiencing something, I know that there is so many of you guys experiencing this as well. So, and I don't want to put you in a position, I don't feel this is the case, but I'll put it out there for those who wonder. Um, The person you're in the relationship with, are they right there with you now? Are they in the same house with you? Um, They're not right here with me now. Mm -hmm. But they live right there with you? Yes. Okay. You're going to have to make some tough decisions, and you know that. Mm-hmm. And the person you have to put forth first is going to be you. Because this is at the core of what's going on. And one of the things I also see, and you can tell me why I see a lot of the color purple, and I know that's one of your favorite colors, correct? Um, it's it's not one of my favorite colors, but I like it. Okay. So if you like it, you wouldn't consider that to be one of your colors? (laughs) No. What's your favorite? You like green. 
that may be your number one favorite. Mm-hmm. But purple. I'm not a big fan of purple. I don't know why that. Yeah, well, purple energy is all around you, and purple is the color that is connected with a lot of things. We can think about prints and purple rain mm-hmm. and, you know, bringing that purple energy. Purple is also about royalty. It's about leadership, but purple is also the color that is connected with abuse, and I feel like you're in a very emotional, abu- abusive relationship. Mhm. Is that correct? Yeah, I can agree. Yeah. And so you're staying in this emotional abusive relationship because of what? Mm, I guess I would I guess assume that it's not really what it is or I just kind of put it off or you know think it's I'm exaggerating and so do you feel free to express your thoughts of who you are and what you think and what you feel is that valued in your relationship I can express it but it, I, it, I don't think it's valued and have you taken the time uh, to sit them down and to share how you feel? No. Why not? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm just to the point I just kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. You're checked out or because when you do share, it's not valued. Right. Right, when you're no, saying it's right. It's not valued. I, I would say it's not valued. Mm-hmm. And how long have you done this? <sighs> Maybe like five years. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been, it's ex- it's been a while. Yeah, it's exhausting. Um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Inside of your energy. I really am. It's very, very draining and it's exhausting. But what I want to ask you to do is you have to call your power back. And one of the things that I want you to do is to take full responsibility for you. It's so important that you understand that not only Can you take full responsibility for you? But you should and you must. And if there is any ounce inside of you, any part of you that feels like you need to be in this relationship. So here's a question that my daddy always taught me. If you can visualize your life without this person, whether it be friendship, whether it be an intimate relationship, no matter what it is, if you can visualize your life without this person, then leave. But if there is one glimpse 
inside of you that says, I really want this person in my life, then you have to allow the relationship as it is to die so that you can give birth to a new relationship. Because ultimately, we teach people how to treat us. And when you do not speak up, and when you do not stand up for yourself, you are teaching the people around you how to love you. And most importantly, how you love yourself sends out a hologram. It's being broadcast inside your sacred space from your temple to not only show the person you're with, but the whole world how to treat me. You're broadcasting that because of how you treat yourself. And when you do not treat yourself in the best way, then you teach people, even the ones who love us, how to treat us. That's important that you hear that. Because there's a part of you that doesn't want to leave because you still have hope and no shade to hope. But I don't really give hope a lot of power. But if you want something to change, In the relationship, you have to change. You have to change how you treat yourself, how you value yourself, and these conversations you are having with yourself. Which, by the way, is one of the most important things that we can do is to have a conversation with ourselves. And you don't have enough conversations with yourself, girlfriend. You need to be talking to yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You need to be like a talking head. Right now, you have so much of other people's conversation about you in yourself, in your, in your head, that you can't even hear your own voice. And that's a problem. So we're going to fix that problem. I want you to start out in the morning, even if you have to do it in the shower. And I want you to say your name. Say your name until you can feel it from the tips of your toes all the way to the top of your head. Because somewhere along the line, someone told you, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Someone told you that you're stupid and you're dumb and you don't know shit. And you believe them. Mm -hmm. That's an urban legend. So I need you to call yourself back. And one of the most powerful rituals of calling yourself back is to use your name. And you can just sit quietly. You can do it if you're home alone. 
and you say your name until you can feel that energy from the tips of your toes all the way to the top of your head so you can get fully back into your body and drop down as low as you can inside of your body. You can understand the truth of what you're feeling and what you're thinking, and you can begin to express that. You think you can do that? Yes, ma'am. So, how you doing now? Um, a little emotional, but <laughs> yeah, I am. It's okay. Gonna, um, it's okay. So now, you can tell me what your question really is. Do I need to stay or leave? The relationship or the city? Mm -hmm. The relationship. Yeah. I want you to listen to me really close. That's a decision that only you can make. Because whoever makes that decision for you is in control. And I need you to get back into the driver's seat of your life. And the only way you're going to get back there is to make that decision. But I will tell you that before you make that decision so quickly, that you find yourself in the problem and in the solution. Because no matter where you go, Flo, whether you move to another city, another state, another country, another planet, you are going to be taking you with you. And whatever you've created here is what you will create in your next relationship, in the next city you're in, and the next place that you're at. Some people would tell you to leave, but that's kind of reckless. It's a very reckless decision because they don't understand at the core that you really don't want to leave. I'm not reckless but I can read energy very, very well. So I want you to take some time because you've had a bad moment. You're a very intelligent woman a very successful woman and no one is holding you hostage. So just in case someone out there in remix land feels like 
maybe you're being held hostage. Can you please clarify whether or not you're being held hostage? No, I'm not being held hostage. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you. So. Yes, <laughs> she's not being held hostage. There is no gun to her head. And she is there by her own free will. So, one of the things I will tell you is that relationships take work. And the reason most relationships don't last has nothing to do with love. is because people don't want to work at it. Mm-hmm. And work has to come from two parties. You don't get to check out because that makes you feel good. And love is the only thing that is real. It is the only thing, it is the only cure for that prosperity in a relationship. So give yourself a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Love on yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. And take Mm -hmm. the opportunity to think about what you really want and what you really need right now. You need a hug? I will send you a hug. And send you love. I'll take your hug. Thank you. Yeah. You know what to do. And it doesn't feel good to be put down. And I personally feel that emotional abuse is just as, if not sometimes worse, than physical. Because it lasts so much longer. But the first person I need to stop abusing you is you. Mm -hmm. Is you. Yep. You don't have to play small so somebody else can feel big. Mm-hmm. And start speaking up for yourself and work on having better conversations with yourself. Practice feng shui. Start clearing out some of those closets, clearing out some of those things, clearing out things of the past. And one thing is for sure, baby girl, ain't nobody coming to save you. Mm-hmm. You got to save yourself. Mm-hmm. You may end up with something worse than what you feel you have. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome, everybody, for the love. 
I hope everybody got something from it. <laughs> of course we did. The main person I hope to get something from it is you, and I know you did. I hope you reach out to me. Let us know how you're doing. Love is the key. When you talk to your loved one, sit them down, not when things are heated, not when they're upset. Mm-hmm. When you're clear, when you're focused. And share what's on your heart. Mm-hmm. All right? All right. Thank All right. you. So peace. You're welcome. Peace and love. Hold the line. Wow. That was so beautiful. Not beautiful as in the situation, but beautiful to be able to come on, especially since we're talking about prosperity. And remember, I told you prosperity is to prosper. It's the spirit in motion, moving forward in action. Um, We're talking about those secrets of feng shui. And uh, I, I really enjoyed the share tonight. I hope that you all did take something away from it. And I know we we kind of went in the house and we kind of stayed inside the kitchen. But remember, this is uh, Ancient Chinese Secrets Feng Shui 12.0. Um, so it's a lot of things to start with, especially with dimension number one, which is about clearing the clutter. I cannot tell you how important it is to clear the clutter. So here's what I want you to do. I want you guys to sound off here once the show is put up, which will probably be tomorrow on YouTube. But go over to Facebook. Go over to Instagram. Leave a detailed comment. Leave a detailed comment here um, of what you took away from the secrets of prosperity um, of feng shui. What are some of the things you're going to now start incorporating that you wasn't doing before? What were some of the things that you seen uh, when you went on the spirit quest that you're going to be putting your information and, and putting your intention into when it comes to decluttering, when it comes to getting um, into that particular energy? You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if we get a lot of feedback, then I'll do some more shows on Feng Shui. It is something I absolutely love. I'm actually going to leave the call tonight and I'm about to do some Feng Shui. So I'll probably be up for most of the night tonight. I'm going to do some more Feng Shui because I'm just in one of those Feng Shui kind of moods as well. Uh, so anytime I start talking about it, I always look for ways to just create some more things and you get that first, um, from that. So I'd love to hear you guys thoughts about the share tonight and what you took away. Some detailed thoughts, not just, Hey, the music was good. I really, really want to hear some detailed thoughts. This is how we start to also, um, broadcast our energy out into the universe for everyone to see as well. So, uh, on that note, we're going to get out of here listening to some more songs from my, um, special soundtrack. Hope you all enjoy peace and love. Have an amazing week. Uh, uh, love is the only thing that is real. Don't Ashe don't to the ancestors. Have an amazing week. Hey, Planet Remix. <laughs> In the house. Funky Funk Slay, you guys. Download, download. Don't forget, September, we got a workshop coming up. If you're self invested, it is free for you. If not, 
send an email. I'll send you those details. I love you all. Ciao. I been home in a minute. I never seen no seller. Come got yeah, he nailing. Audio, I'm top billing. All of my boys dope dealing. Super whack, I'm no villain. Nigga try to take my flow. Who the hell you think he is? I just want to make my dough. Gotta take care of my kids. Handle ball, handle my bills. RP is so dead. I would never tell no bill. Spit, but I wear no bill. Nigga try to take my flow. Who the hell you think he is? I just want to make my dough. Gotta take care of my kids. Just hopped off the plane. About to fuck up the game. Insane in the brain, yeah. Niggas know my name, yeah. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? I share friend, how well it? Broke as a joke, you sell it. Get right, bitch, I'm gilly. Bitch, I rock like Millie. Born and raised in Philly. Fuck around and roll like Hilly. Heart so cold, it's chilly. Stole my style, you guilty. Nigga try to take my flow. Who the hell you think he is? I just want to make my dough. Gotta take care of my kids. Handlebars, handle my bills. RP is so dead. I would never tell no bill. Spit, but I wear no bills. Nigga try to take my flow. Who the hell you think he is? I just wanna make my dough. Gotta take care of my kids. Just hopped off the plane. About to fuck up the game. Insane in the brain, yeah. Niggas know my name, yeah. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Who don't move they wanna be now? What about Ebro? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Sure, I'm moving with a beat